0: ted audio collective as you may know i'm a professor at columbia university in academia the big deal promotion is to get tenure which basically means you can be a professor at your institution for life so it makes sense that the tenure process is really rigorous Those in charge have to decide whether they want to be stuck with you forever. Lots of factors go into determining if someone gets tenure. Producing great work is definitely a part of it, but not all of it. You have to get all these letters from leaders in your field, decreeing you worthy of the promotion. And these days, there's a new wrinkle. It turns out it can be really helpful to have a presence online, be it a website highlighting your accomplishments, or a social media account that shows the public wants to hear what you have to say. Self-promotion can actually help you get a promotion. And when I was up for tenure, that both terrified and horrified me. Let me tell you, I joined the world of social media kicking and screaming. I don't always like people in my business, and I don't always like putting my business out there. So I started and continued to ask myself, is there a way to think about this stuff differently? How do you build an effective presence online without feeling icky? I'm Madhupa Akinola. This is TED Business. Our speaker today is Marco Salazar, and he's here to help us get control over our own story as we develop an online presence. He also makes the case for why this personal branding matters and why taking control of our internet identities can be a professional asset. Then after the talk, I'll tell you how I managed to create an online identity that doesn't make my skin crawl. But first, a quick break. This show is brought to you by Schwab. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is, or customize to better fit your investing goals, all in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
2: a little curiosity into your routine with TED Talks Daily, the podcast that brings you a new TED Talk every weekday. In less than 15 minutes a day, you'll go beyond the headlines and learn about the big ideas shaping your future. Coming up, how AI will change the way we communicate, how to be a better leader, and more. Listen to TED Talks Daily wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Whether you realize it or not, you have a personal brand. If I looked you up on Google and didn't find anything about you on the first page of results, that's your personal brand. If I found an out-of-date LinkedIn profile or a bunch of random social media posts, that too is your personal brand. People tend to think about a personal brand as bragging, self-promotion, and all about yourself, but it's actually something much more important. It's your reputation. In other words, it's how people perceive you. Your friends, colleagues, or the general public, and it's what people think about you when they hear your name, as well as what people say about you when you're not in the room. In our connected world, every single one of us has a personal brand, whether we like it or not. This is because whenever we engage with people, both in person and online, that's every interaction or everything we post, upload, or comment on, we're creating a reputational narrative about ourselves. Your reputation is already out there. The question is, do you wanna be the one who's driving and shaping this story? Or do you want chance or algorithms to be doing it for you? I think most people would agree that they wanna take control. And what this means is we need to make some very intentional decisions so our brand stays in our hands. Let me walk you through five key steps to building a strong personal brand in a way that feels good. First, you need to figure out what your goal is. Let's start by answering a foundational question. What do you want your personal brand to help you accomplish? Are you looking to change jobs or transition into a new industry and you need your brand to reflect a new skill set? Maybe you're looking to get a promotion at your current organization and you need everyone to know all the amazing things that you've accomplished in your career. Or maybe you're launching a new business and you want to build your brand around the products or services that you're offering. Whatever your goal is, write it down and make it specific so that you're working towards a clear outcome. Next, you'll want to get clear on what you want to be known for. In other words, how do you want people to describe you as a professional? Start by answering the question, so what do you do? And I'm not just talking about your job title. Are you a teacher who focuses on social and emotional learning? Or maybe you're a project manager who is reliable and always gets things done on time. Or maybe you're an artist who makes beautiful ceramic pots from natural materials. What you wanna do is dig deeper into the what, how, and why behind your work, so you can make it concrete and easy to remember. Just make sure to lead with something that doesn't cause confusion. For example, I once coached someone who called herself a death midwife, which no one understood. But when she started introducing herself as a grief counselor who works with families during a time of loss, all of a sudden, everyone got it. If you're stumped, think about how you can stand out from the crowd in your industry. What are the things that make you unique? Are there specific talents and expertise that you've acquired in your career? What do you know more about than most people? Sit down and make a list, and you might start to surprise yourself about all the things you know. Now, let's think about the audience you wanna share your personal brand with. The reality is your personal brand is not about you. It's about the people you wanna educate with the skills, knowledge, and value you can provide. Who you decide to focus on should be based on two things, the goal of your personal brand, and the people who can best benefit from your unique talents and skills. So spend some time thinking about these two questions. Who can most gain from what you have to share? And how exactly can you see yourself helping them? Here's where it all starts to come together. Let's pull all your answers into a single mission statement that describes who you are, what you do, who you do it for, and the transformation you can create in people's lives. Let's take the example of the teacher. My name is Alma, and I'm a third grade teacher who specializes in social and emotional learning. I work with students to teach them the skills for fostering empathy and compassion so they can thrive and contribute to a more caring world. Let's take the project manager. My name is Jennifer and I'm a project manager for a sustainable fashion company. I work with teams across different departments to plan, organize, and direct innovative marketing campaigns that engage customers while also increasing brand loyalty. Mission statements are gonna look wildly different depending on who you are in your career but whatever your mission statement is, write it down and put it somewhere prominent. You can use it to make decisions about how you speak about yourself when you first meet someone to the communities you wanna share it with. Let's start building your personal brand online. There are two key personal branding assets you should think about developing, a personal website and social media. What's so important about a personal website is that it allows you to take full control over your online reputation. It offers the most flexibility in sharing your brand and value to others in a much deeper way than a resume or LinkedIn profile. People wanna work with others they like, know, and trust, and your personal website provides you an opportunity to share more about your personality through photos as well as more about your career and life story. This in turn will differentiate you from others in your industry. Social media is also a great way to share your personal brand with the audience you're looking to connect with. However, I suggest trying not to be on every platform. Pick one that aligns with your goals, as well as where your audience spends most of its time. If you're an artist or creative, Instagram is a great fit. If you work in a more corporate environment, LinkedIn is the place you wanna be. When posting, focus on being helpful to others, share interesting articles relevant to your industry, post ideas or opinions that can benefit colleagues, and like or comment on posts shared by the people you follow. The key is to always engage in a way that both reinforces your personal brand while also bringing value to others. Look, I know this may all sound a bit intimidating, but try to think of this branding process as an opportunity for personal growth. It's your chance to dig deeper into who you truly are and who you wanna become. This in turn will provide you the clarity you need on how you can make your greatest impact in the world.
2: It feels just right when I'm hitting my running trail that's just out behind my house. You now can take your daily run in the better than ever Go 16. You can visit brooksrunning.com to learn more.
0: Support for TED Business comes from Odoo. What's Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all-in-one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps, You know what I've realized? I don't like the phrase personal brand. Instead, I prefer the way Marcos thinks about it. Crafting an online identity is an opportunity to share what's important to you and to learn what's important to others. And I like to remind myself that I don't have to use all social media platforms. I get to pick and choose what's most meaningful to me. For example, I engage the most with LinkedIn. I like that it's strictly professional, and often I'm promoting other people or things that I think are cool and exciting, like businesses some of my friends or former students are starting that inspire me, or a takeaway from a conference I attended that stuck with me. Using LinkedIn this way feels authentic to me, and I don't feel the pressure to post a lot. It's quality over quantity. And then there's Instagram, which for me is totally different. I have a different community of followers there to begin with. It's a little bit more personal, and it's a space for me to be more playful, posting random things like notes from my tea bags, cute pictures of my parents, stuff that makes me smile, and I hope makes other people smile too. In my experience, this is the secret to actually getting the most out of social media. Once we're intentional about the relationship we want with these platforms, it can actually be fun deciding who we are on them. That's it for today. This episode was produced by Pushkin Industries and fact-checked by Hana Matsudaira. Special thanks to Alejandra Salazar, Michelle Quint, Corey Hajim, and Colin Helms. I'm Madupa Akinola. Talk to you again next week.